Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. And I'm already laughing because this show is already showing up to be such a fun show. Well, welcome to Living Well on HZN.FM. It is Friday, the 13th of February, 2015. How did you know that? Wow, howdy doody. <laughs> so, oh my goodness, we're going to jump right in. I'm your host, Keisha Clark, and I have an amazing guest today and a fun little co-host. So let's just <laughs> let's just go for this because you know what? We all know like the, the little things. Oh, I will give you some housekeeping first. Um, gosh, if you're just listening at the moment and you want to join us, uh, oh my goodness, you know what? It's on a different screen. So let me read you. <laughs> Let me read you what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about my spooky Valentine, <laughs> entities, embodiment, and abundance with my guest, Cara Wright. And wow, it's all about have you ever been visited by ghosts of lovers or loved ones past? And do you perceive presence of spirits and not acknowledge them? And what points of view do you have about receiving contribution from people or things that you cannot see? So today we will be talking about entities and about talking to entities. And I wonder what what amazingness is wanting to show up in our lives as we are not only celebrating Valentine's Day, uh, which is kind of a big deal for a lot of us, um, but just moving into this new phase, new season, the waking up, the stepping into yeah. as the energy of the earth is starting to stir and the plants are beginning to come through the soil and wow, in in, in some parts of the world, in other parts of the world, um, perhaps this energy is shifting to a, a calming down mode. So all kinds of coolness happening and wow, how did I get so lucky to play with you today, Cara Wright? <laughs> I know. I'm, like, really excited. It'll be fun. I had to, like, halfway bail on my show on Wednesday. I was having a day. So I'm like, oh, at least I'll get to be on the radio. <laughs> at some point, I uh, I put a replay in, which was one of my favorite replays. I heard so. it. It was a great replay, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but yeah. that was a – so anyway, thank you for having me. Woohoo! And uh, I have numbers now. If anyone would like to be joining us in the chat room so you can play in virtual fun time with us, uh, the number in the uh, – you just come on to a to zen.fm and you look in the beautiful red border at the top – near the top of your screen, and it'll say chat room, amongst other things. If you click on that, you can pick a name and sign on in to the chat room. And another way to play with us live is if you call in, you can call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8776. And in the UK, 033-0001-0625. Or you can just Skype us at a2zen.fm. Wow. So talking about entities, Cara, my amazing guest today, is actually a Talk to the Entities Certified Facilitator with Access Consciousness. She's also an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator. She's also, um, would we call you a yogini? Is that that even a word? You know know what's funny is I had the funniest conversation with my father the other day. Um, 
everybody in my family has an idea of what I do. You mm-hmm. know, it's so hard to explain to people the access first and foremost, and then to explain to people talk to the aunties is like even more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. I you know I could get through it, but I don't expect my family to. And it was so funny because um, I just got home from this weekend doing a class in Denver, and he was asking me how it was, and he's like, you know, what do I tell people you do? <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. I don't know. I mean, Isn't I it funny? Yeah. And he's like, I need you. This is my father to a T. He's the kind of father who never got angry but would lecture you till you wanted him to get angry. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would have rather had that. Like, he was that guy. Like, he'd rather reason <laughs> things out. And so he's like, I I would really love it if you would just write down, like, a paragraph of, like, like a statement that he can read. I'm like, I am not writing it down. <laughs> statement that you I was like I have no idea what to say I do we can't even do that for ourselves no I said just tell them I facilitate classes and he's like no 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 I mean because I I think he just wants to be able to like really tell people what it is that I do yeah Um, there's a lot of people you know Facebook and social media is so funny because there's a lot of people in my family and extended family like my immediate family obviously knows what I do and like extended Mm -hmm. family have kind of an idea and they see things on Facebook and they're like what are you, you know, I get that look. If you don't say it out loud, they say it in their head. Like, what are you doing? You're doing some weird mm-hmm. shit over there. I'm like, eh, I am. How's it get better? Anyway. But I have a really good time. Fun. I know. You know, it's so true. I, this last weekend in Denver was so phenomenal. And for I me. I was going to ask you about that. Oh, my gosh. It was so great. And, like, talk to the entities. Now, tell the folks what you were subject. doing. Okay, so I was in Some people Denver. don't know what class you were teaching. Mm-hmm. I was teaching a beginning-level Talk to the Entities class, which is a 2.5-day class. Um, it's the first mm-hmm. – it's an intro and beginning class in the Talk to the Entities curriculum. So um, it's, it's, it's an amazing class, and it's so amazing mm-hmm. to see what actually occurs for people when they start to become aware of what they are actually aware of with um, entities. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Cuz so many people just have the point of view that they're either not aware of entities or that they're only aware of the creepy scary ones. And so when you do start to introduce that there's more possible than that, these light bulbs mm-hmm. go off in people's heads and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you mean that's what that was or that's what that was? You mean I've always been aware of it, so I wasn't making it up as a kid?" And you know, <laughs> it's like what occurs for people in their universes and how cuz really what entity awareness is is something that all are born with. We all mm-hmm. have the capacity for it in some degree or another, just like we all can run. Some of us mm-hmm. are much more dynamic runners than others, but we all can run. We can all build the muscle to run. Um, <laughs> some of, for some of us, it's super fun, and for some of us, not so much. And that's what mm-hmm. this, and that's what that's what entity awareness is. And if you're not willing to acknowledge that you are it and that you be it and that it's there, you have to cut off huge mm. amounts of your awareness. And huge. so, it's not about. It is about talking to ghosts, and it's so much more because yeah. it's it's more about like having all of you and not not um, disavowing parts and pieces of you because you've decided that they can't be real. That you actually bought everyone's point of view and you told everybody that you saw whatever you saw as a child because we all have that memory. Mm-hmm. And then they said to you, no, 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 you can't be seeing that, or you can't be talking to Grandma Sally, or no, 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 you don't have. I mean, because when you, when you put this title out, I was like, 
You know, like how many of us have imaginary, quote unquote, imaginary friends when we're little that are just, they're like, yeah. I mean, for me, like I have memories of like, because I didn't, I was very, very, um, well, now I know I was incredibly aware and partially autistic <laughs> going through school. And uh-huh. school was like horrid for me. Like it, I mm-hmm. hated it. I hated mm-hmm. going to school. I, I, it was bad. And so I have all these exp- have all these memories now of like where I would it w- before talk to the entities I thought I isolated myself and I would go out like where the school was there was like this huge like yard like this huge playground and I would go out into the farthest corner of it mm-hmm. and I would and I remember what I re- had, the only part I remembered was that I would look for four leaf clovers mm-hmm. that's what I thought I was doing all these years but now that I know how where I am and what I was actually doing is I was out there with my friends. Yeah. The ones that actually felt like a support to me, you know, like totally. the sprites and the fairies and the and just the na- just like being with the earth and yeah. like, like the earth is an entity too. So it's so yeah. interesting because it's like I was actually comforting myself with my entity awareness back then, and I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> And so when you said the whole spooky Valentine, I was like, oh, I, I mean, there's so many ways. It's like, and people, and I, and I do, I personally haven't had that experience in <laughs> obvious ways, but <laughs> I know people who have. But it's like, there's so many beings yeah. on the planet that we can't see that are so yeah. ready yeah. to be here to support us, to nurture us. Oh my gosh! To care oh my for gosh! Us. It's amazing. Totally. And I had a huge moment while I was having a number of them. Uh, you did your, Kara is also a, a show host here on A to Zen dot FM and her show is magic in motion. And I, I, it's just like one of those names. It's like how perfectly could a name have landed in someone's universe? Cause you're so rocking it. Your show in my interesting point of view and in my awareness and in my experience of your show. And, um, it was a the show before last, so it was a week ago this past Wednesday, uh, and you had Carol, who is another show host oh here gosh. on A to Zen FM, who hosts the Clumsy Girl's Guide to Cosmos or Greatness. Oh my gosh, I just had a blank. Maybe it's both the same. Could be used inter- intermittently. Um, and you guys were having a fabulous conversation around awareness with business and entity, and in the, in the course of the conversation. Uh, what started to really turn and bubble in my universe was just this sort of a whole new awareness, a whole, a much more intense awareness of how many beings and and entities, not necessarily beings, but entities like our business, the earth, uh, um, different projects that are kind of jumping up and down and waving at us yeah. in our lives, um, are so desiring to gift to us, to actually work with us, co-create with us and and do everything that they can do, offer us everything they have to create greater in our lives and in this world. And I know that a lot of us have uh moments at different times in the year with different dates that are kind of significant in our lives. Yeah. And with Valentine's Day being this, you know, it's marketed as the celebration of romance, and yet there are a lot of energetic what I call energetic roots that go into what we currently call Valentine's Day. But there's a whole season of activity that's going on and you know this is also we're in the midst of the Chinese New Year celebration mm-hmm. for for people who are celebrating that and a whole part of that celebration as is with many cultures 
is recognition of the those who have gone before us. <clears throat> and there's also a practice of, you know, protecting yourselves from the evil spirits. I mean, that's yeah. the color red, the fireworks in in that particular um set of of festivities and it's it's a whole 14 days of of festival it, it, well oh, the festival yeah. i believe the festival of lanterns happens on the last day but it's a whole 14 days of celebration and um and i thought you know america is probably the country that acknowledges the that does the least amount of acknowledgement of uh, the the things we can't see that are so much a part of our lives I and think- no, I mean, come on. Hollywood does an okay job, Keisha. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very – Hollywood definitely gives you an idea of what exactly is going to happen. And like, yeah, of course. Know. They're going to run after you with big saw <laughs> blades and things, yeah. <laughs> Fine, don't worry about it. And they're not all going to try and pull you underground and <laughs> under your bed and yeah, in the closet. No. And no, that's that that's not I, that's I not know. been my experience with uh, as I've grown into the world of playing with entities. And yeah, I know. Um, and I did buy into that as a kid. You know, I did I did buy that. Oh my gosh! Just because I couldn't see them, they had more power over me than I had. Right. That they had. I didn't have a choice when it came to entities. And right. part of what I love, 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 love about the classes around Talk to the Entities, which is a specialty class within Access Consciousness. Um, It was developed by uh, Shannon O'Hara, who is um, a daughter of Gary Douglas, who is the founder of Access Consciousness, for those of you who didn't know that. Um, It really, it brought me into, from the first conversation I heard with Shannon, um, it, it really just kind of catapulted me into this wow of the awareness of wait a minute i what do i know with uh-huh. the people the beings the projects the creations that don't yet have a form that is visible with the human eye but are very much real present in my life and what could i be adding to my life if i was choosing to acknowledge them and receive from them and that's kind of what i wanted to tie into this show today in the mere little bit of linear time we have today but uh, i wanted to I I just, there's like, I perceive this desire for more of the knowing to be present in a lot of people's lives. And and I had an experience recently with um, a relative who has been long out of of this realm. Um, But it just, it was not too long before the conversation with you and Carol. And so those two things just kind of pointed me in the direction. And when you and I talked recently and we discussed being on, you being on the show, it all just kind of came together in this moment. I was like, oh, my spooky Valentine. How cool is that? I know. I know. I love the title. I was like, oh, that's going to be so fun. So how many of us do have the the sensing and the knowing and the awareness that we have people, we have beings in our lives, we have these energies that are present with us, and and how much of our energy are we using to keep ourselves from acknowledging that. And so the first thing I'd like to do is everything we've made it mean to even know that entities exist and everything where we've made it a wrongness and something we have to hide and something we can't talk about. Mm -hmm. Since I have you on board today, can we please destroy and uncreate all of that? (laughs) Time to Godzilla. (laughs) Will you be my pod pocker? Yes, get 
said right wrong, all my podcasts were poison beyond. Woohoo! And that was the clearing statement, if anyone has not heard that already. If you've been listening to any of the shows on A to Zen, um, you might have heard it. And if you want to know a little bit more about it, in case you haven't heard it, it is the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. It does magic stuff, and that's kind of my nutshell version. But you go to theclearingstatement.com to hear lots more in-depth information about that. It has its own whole story. And as I've said, we could probably do a documentary on the clearing statement. Wouldn't that be fascinating? <laughs> yeah, well, that, Just that on the clearing statement itself. Idea. I don't. I mean, it's like what would be funny is would people be conscious by the end of the documentary? Right. right. The clearing statement is so dynamic and like clearing out all the energetic blocks. That, yeah. yeah, and it's, it's like 25 years in the making. You know, mm-hmm. so the the statement you're hearing now, the clearing statement as it exists today, is uh, a representation of. 25 years of work, and I believe it started out as an entire book in itself of of lines and and yes. notes and text that was to be recited. Oh, it's <laughs> thank like, goodness we have this the condensed version. <laughs> right, I know, and you can even say you know pod pod mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you don't remember all of it. I remember when I first um, became a- um, aware of access and started doing access. I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I will never remember that whole statement. <laughs> That was that was my point of view. It's like, oh gosh, how does it get better than that? Before a break, too, what, like what popped for me, Keisha, when you were talking, um, mm-hmm. was that not only the the thing too that I just kind of looked at is like how often people glump all mm-hmm. of their awareness of mm-hmm. the different, unique, different energies around them into one one like people will glump it into the universe. Or yes. they'll glump it into God, or they'll glump it into angels, or Great they'll glump point. it into um, uh, uh, spirit guides, or they'll glump mm-hmm. it into some sort of definition that they've been given or they've seen, or something that resonated with them. And that's not necessarily like mm-hmm. wrong, but it's like, what if there are actually like different vibrations and different notes and different. What if, like, the beings around you are separate and different, do have a unique way of contributing to you that are all yeah. that's all a little bit different? And what if it's, like, the difference between just getting, like, one big sound kind of blared at you and a symphony being played? Like, what would it take yes. for people to be aware of the symphony of entities that are around them that are what a beautiful wanting statement. to contribute? Wow. I love I that question. Ah! So, like, everywhere wow. you've been glumping, like, what you're aware of into one definition, will you please uncreate and destroy it all? Oh, yes, please. Good, bad, right, wrong, all name, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyond. Oh, that's so beautiful. Wow. Yeah, because what if, what if, you stop defining the energies, what else could show up? Because so much of what we're able to receive is based on how we've defined it, which is the brilliance of the clearing statement because the clearing statement basically takes all the parameters of how we've defined something off of it Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. we can receive more. So Mm -hmm. anyway, thank you for that. That Oh, gosh, thank you. It just occurred to me, you know, what a brilliant example and illustration. If you look at the body of work of Access Consciousness, it showed up to Gary Douglas some 25 or so years ago. Nobody knew what it was. Nobody else could see it. Mm-hmm. Gary was willing to have the courage, the tenacity, and and the and keep choosing to mm-hmm. receive this body of work. And now we have thousands and thousands of people all over the planet who are taking classes, creating classes, and choosing more. And and really, 
that's a beautiful illustration there of mm-hmm. co-creating with with an energy that could not be seen at the moment that it first appeared in his universe um as with so many beautiful modalities and practices we have and so so what if what if they are something that can take us into more of us and more of the magic (laughs) okay (laughs) so on that note let's just have our little buzz here as we go to commercial break we'll be right back here listening to living well on a to zen dot fm Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001. 0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. We are just floating and flying here at the A2Zen virtual studio. <laughs> wow, welcome back. Welcome forward. Welcome into a new segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, your host, and I have the magical, magnificent, incredible Kara Wright with me today. <laughs> and we've already tapped into this enormously yummy vein of, um, wow, just getting out there, enjoying it, putting our barriers down and being in communion with all the beautiful energies that desire to gift us today. So 
Wow, and we're talking about My Spooky Valentine, and what if it's not so spooky? What if it doesn't have to be so spooky to be receiving from the energies that are not uh, apparent to the to the naked eye, uh, but more to your knowing? And so let's talk about some some loved ones that may not be in this realm with us in the moment, Kara. And um, have you had any personal experiences of receiving gifting from those who have gone on as they say um you know it's like so interesting because the it is a subject that comes up a lot you know with the entity work is how do you Mm -hmm. receive from entities because we do talk about receiving and first of all it's like everywhere all your decisions conclusions judgments and all of that projections Mm -hmm. expectations of what receiving actually is we don't quite destroy them all oh yes good bad right wrong all nine pod pox shorts boys and beyonds and, you know, I really, I have, um, I don't have, like, a huge amount of, I have grandparents that have, you know, um, transitioned. And mm-hmm. my my grandma, and it's funny because I was incredibly close to my grandmother on my mother's side, like, very, very, very close. And she passed away, um, oh, gosh, it's probably going to be, I don't know, probably close to 10 or 11 years ago, Um in April, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, like when I started doing this entity work, it's like probably if there was one person that I wanted to like have, like, oh, ooh, you know, like <laughs> what's going to change for me, you know? Um, and that's the thing, too. It's like what if you didn't have to see um, entities in order to be aware of entities? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't perceive them in this 10 seconds that way. Um, mm-hmm. I do see things out of the corner of my eye. I, I have memories as a child of of seeing beings of light and seeing entities. Um, and that hasn't really been part of the scope of how I'm aware of things now. And that's and what if that's okay? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, I think, get kind of like mixed around because, well, I don't see things. Yeah. The other thing that, that I find, you know, it's like, well, when you too, when I ask people, it's like, well, do you dream? Because what if dreams are not what we've been told dreams are? Mm, great point. I've always been very, very aware of my grandmother. Um, around me. Um, mm-hmm. Even when she passed away, I had this really interesting experience. She had congestive heart failure, so she had a lot of, at the very end, she was in and out of the hospital quite a bit. And the last time that they took her to the hospital, um, I actually never went actually down to the hospital because I had this interesting sensation of, I felt closer to her where mm-hmm. I was, like where yes. I was in my home. Yes. And I remember back then just feeling really awful about the fact that I didn't go down there but I I just was like just I couldn't I literally couldn't go mm-hmm. to the hospital and I made all these like oh it's, I didn't want to go down there I didn't want to see it I didn't because I could feel that there was a lot of family that you know kind of questioned that decision because I you know everybody it was a big running joke in the family that I was so close to my grandmother but it was like I had this knowing and awareness that she wasn't that's like she wasn't there I was mm-hmm. way more aware of her here and if I had gone down to the hospital it probably would have like the intensity of that situation would have squashed yes. any like Great awareness point. I would have had yes. of her. Oh, I love because that. awareness loved ones a lot of times it is incredibly subtle and I think what people often do is because they don't either think that it's possible or they're expecting it to be more visual or more in your face they actually mm-hmm. misidentify misapply or they don't take yeah. the time to get quiet enough to actually like 
sense what is actually occurring. And I, I perceive her around me all the time. She's also around my mom all the time, and my mom is so quite, she's so funny because she kind of, like, wants to, like, and I think she's getting better at, like, really truly trusting her knowing. But I think she, for a long time she was like, I really want to believe that she's there, but I don't really mm-hmm. believe that she's there. And that is how a lot of people function with relatives and yeah. loved ones that have, have died or transitioned. The interesting thing about that is, like, what if they are there? Mm-hmm. And and you know entities are if they are there and you've been asking for them to be there and they're and you're and and you're like asking them to give you to like communicate with you but you're not receiving it they'll just get it's like first they give you a call on the phone mm-hmm. if you don't answer the phone they come over and stand outside your front door if you don't answer your door they start like banging on your door if you don't answer the door they come into your house it's like they're they're going to constantly continue to try to get your attention more often more often more often. And mm-hmm. in more dynamic ways. And so not always, you know, and so that by the time they're really getting your attention in those dynamic ways, then we start misidentifying and misapplying like, oh, you know, oh, shit, this is a negative entity because it's super intense. It's like, no, you, they've just been trying to get a hold of you forever, <laughs> and you're, like, just ignoring them and you, at the same time wanting them to be near you. And what's really interesting yeah. Too is when a lot of people transition um, out of bodies, they keep the magnetic. Like a lot of us, we we call it magnetic imprinting. So it's like we're energetic beings. We aren't these like schlubs of meat that we think we are. Our bodies are energetic. Right. They're <laughs> conscious. They're dynamic. We the being are energetic and conscious and dynamic. It's amazing. And when you transition out of your body, you don't actually. You can actually transition out of your body. Your body, you know, changes shape and form. But you mm-hmm. the being can keep a lot of your magnetic imprinting, meaning a lot of your points of views, a lot of things that have occurred to you, like things that that's how we take things from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. And so Mm -hmm. if somebody had a body and they, you know, and your body is actually responding to your points of views, your feelings, your like all that stuff, your body, you, we create our lives. We are actually maestros of creating the energy around us, including our bodies. Yeah. So when we when we transition out of our bodies, we, if you still have those points of view occurring and you get close enough to somebody who's in a body, their body will start to react and respond to what your point of view are. And so there's a lot of people that start to have things go on with their bodies that are very similar to loved ones that are past. Mm-hmm. and. So I can always, like, when my mom has stuff going on in her body, sometimes I'm like, well, have you been asking for Grandma to be around? Well, yeah. And I was like, well, have you been acknowledging she's there? Well, no. You know, and it's like, mom, mom, you know, like, you might want to just say hi. Thanks for coming. I asked for you to be here. Nice to see you, even though I don't really see you, but I feel you. (laughs) Right. You know, and it's that, and I get it because it's like, it's like it is. It's an amazing gift to like know yeah. that you can have your loved ones be there. And are do they always come if you ask? Not always. They have choice and point mm-hmm. of view about you know. And they're very. It's like Shannon always says. People are in bodies the same way they're out of bodies. What if the energy yeah. world, especially loved ones, you know, there are beings in the world that never have been in physical human bodies. Mm-hmm. But like ones people who have a lot. Of they're very similar to how they were in life. You know, if there was somebody who didn't communicate well in life, they're not going to transition out of their body and become phenomenal <laughs> communicators. No, they're going to be exactly the same, you know. The veil doesn't necessarily change. No. 
And that is like another thing that like that's a very metaphysical point of view of like once you transition out of your body, you have all this awareness and you're so you're so much more conscious. And, and it's like if you're expecting, you know, Uncle Sam, who was a stubborn turd in life to, to be that you're never going to get uh, you're never going to have awareness of him because that ain't what he he, he did not turn that. into Buddha. exactly he could choose it it's a choice it's, it's a, choice. a choice exactly and very few know they have a choice first and foremost mm-hmm. because i mean did you know how much choice you had in your life keisha until you oh my gosh access? i wasn't choosing to be aware of that no exactly uh, was, wow yeah so the land share of the entities that have been in bodies and are now out of bodies are going to not have a lot of that awareness like that they don't realize they actually have a choice and so much of what we do facilitating entities is we are just basically giving them the information look do you know you don't have a body anymore some of them don't realize that Mm -hmm. and or hey do you know you have a different choice i mean you could stay you could contribute to me i love that and if you if you wanted to go somewhere else you could choose that that would be okay with me and um you know, do you have to know where they go? No. No. Like, we're so obsessed with defining <laughs> things. And, like, well, what? What? where do they go? What do they do? Is it this or that? What if it's all of it? And what if it's freaking irrelevant? Yeah. Yeah. And that's you know? been the biggest thing uh, as I have played with working with entities, uh, sort of like uh, group entities. Um, it's like there's just so much that can change if if beings are reminded that they have a choice. It's like you have literally the entire universe at your disposal. What if you chose something greater for you now? What if you chose something different and fun for you now? And there is this sensation that I always get of like, oh, you know, <laughs> sort of like, oh, B8 moment in the spirit world, you know. Exactly. I could have done different. I can do it different now. Wow. And, yeah, and I love that. So. That's the thing, too. I, I never really realized how much I would be facilitating people out of yeah. bodies. Like, yeah. it's amazing how often that occurs. And there's also beings that, don't, like, that's they're interested in being here and contributing to you. Entities yeah. out of bodies don't actually have the time-space linearity that we do here in bodies, embodied here on this planet now in these, this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can hang out with you. They could hang out with you for lifetimes. And, in fact, that's what a lot of us do. We kind of bump around in the same, like, you know, if you are your sisters and brothers with people or your parents, or if people feel familiar to you as if you've been with them before, you might want to actually look if that feels like to you because mm-hmm. possibly it's very true that you have been with <laughs> them before. Like, I'm, I'm incredibly aware that my husband and I have had lifetimes upon lifetime together. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's quite funny because it's he he's also very aware of it and it's like I remember the day I I I first quote unquote met him again in this life and I remember it like and it was like I was dating one of his buddies at the at the time and so it was like oh. just a happenstance like and it was like I I knew him it was mm-hmm. like oh there you you know and looking back now I mean I was I was in I was a teenager, so it's not like I went there then. Mm-hmm. But looking back now, I was like, wow. You know, and it's like I remember specifically what he was wearing, what he was doing, where he was sitting, the room <laughs> he was in, like to the T. Wow. So it's like it's like how many people have you do, are you now in bodies with that you've been in bodies yeah. with in other lifetimes? And, um, you know, and, and if you have those senses, 
what if you're not crazy? What if you're not actually making that up? What if you have had times together beyond this particular lifetime? Which, you know, gets into a lot of controversial subject matter mm-hmm. because so many people don't believe that's actually possible and there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that actually are that, you know, it's like that's not even that it's not possible but that it's actually a wrongness. I personally am incredibly grateful that I have that awareness. Now, do I remember oh gosh, specific yes. things? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I have knowings, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I have a sense of uh, co-creation with him that's different than anyone else I know here right mm-hmm. now. So it's, you know, what if you could just play with the idea that if you're having that awareness of people around you, that you might actually not be crazy, that that might actually be true. <laughs> And it could create awesomeness in your life. <laughs> and how could it contribute to both of you, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's something, you know, I know a lot of us, um, oh, wow, so many places we could go. Okay, so uh-huh. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a big, uh, you know, we do have a lot of movies as reference points. Many people do. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people, when we talk about, you know, uh, someone who's, left their body, you know, we see things like a scene out of the movie Goat at the Pottery Wheel or, or mm-hmm. you know, um, or some of us don't see very pleasant um, moments with that being or imagine very pleasant moments. And so so if someone would like to uh, create, to be an invitation, to uh, invite those who have left their bodies, um, then maybe they just keep having a memory or, or different memories mm-hmm. of that per- person. Um, or dreams. Or dreams. That's what like, I was going to say before. What if dreams aren't your mind just replaying your day? Like right. Day? What if and, they're actually where people, that a lot of people have visitations during their mm-hmm. dreams because they'll actually allow it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and so what if you could just invite them? You can, do Do we want to, we've got a few minutes before the next break, and that doesn't take much time to do this. Would you like to would you like to do that, Cara? Well, and here's what I will say, Keisha. Mm-hmm. What it what makes everyone, you and everyone that's listening, think they haven't already invited? <laughs> sure. Excellent point. Excellent point. <laughs> like the easiest thing to start to do is to start to, um, you know, we all have these like barriers that we create and erect, and we also have yes. filters. And that, that's what I was going for. Ev- yeah. yeah. Everything that we perceive in the world comes through our barriers and our filters. So if you just started to uncreate and destroy all your barriers and filters to what it is that you're aware of, it's really an, an acknowledging of you and your awareness. It's an acknowledgement of the possibility that, yes, you could be aware of the spirit world. And then <laughs> it's just a practice of lowering your barriers. And it, however that looks like for you. And yeah. the way that is, like when I said lower your barriers, you already had an energetic idea of what that was for you. So just mm-hmm. practicing lowering the barriers, practicing uncreating, destroying all the filters that you're filtering this information through. And, you know, also I always, I love it when Shannon says this, and I said it a lot on my class over the weekend. It's like, look, if you're having – trouble it's like the entities are not the problem you are <laughs> did you ever think you'd been, be saying that <laughs> if you've been no if you've been asking for loved ones to show up now i did say they have a choice and they may not be available to show up for you but if you've been asking for that mm-hmm. and you like you said keisha and like what would it be would it take for you to acknowledge the whispers of that awareness yeah. and not have it be like well they didn't show up right in front of me it's like well they're mm-hmm. that's not you know they may 
And a lot of times, if that's how entities are going to show up for you, that could be quite startling. Mm-hmm. Like, like what? Like, why does it have to be that concrete for you to acknowledge? What's actually mm-hmm. occurring on around you? Often, I think more often than not, it is a really a whisper, just like a, a breeze, you know. And um, that's why so many of us dis- discount it? We discount yeah. it. Like, look, it's like we yeah. joke all the time when we would go out shopping. My grandma always knocked things off hangers, always, mm-hmm. never failed. And we and now when we go shopping and uh, something will get knocked off a hanger, we're like, "Hey, grandma," it's <laughs> like. And it's like that's that is that is how things occur, and it's more just an acknowledging of like what you're aware of, and you don't have to tell anyone. It can yeah. just be for you, just for fun. I think a lot of people are like, well, if nobody else sees it, then it's not real. Right. And I would right. just invite you to look at that point of view and see if it feels light. Like, mm-hmm. who says that? Yeah. Yeah. Great point to ponder while we go to our next break. (laughs) What if you could have and already have your own reality with entities and what would it take to begin acknowledging that and how much more could that open up in our universe and in in each of our universes? Wow. So we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800- 8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. 
Welcome to the next segment of Living Well on A to Zen.fm. Today we are talking to the lovely Kara Wright, and we are talking about entities and embodiment and abundance. And so some folks might be wondering, you know, how the heck did I connect those things together? Well, for me it was kind of obvious, but... <laughs> <laughs> but since I did put it in a topic, we might, you know, actually talk about it a little a little more uh, specifically. But, like, part of this has been present for me since I really started playing with the classes of Talk to the Entities and Access Consciousness about uh, co-creating, embodied beings and not embodied beings co-creating, and, and really how that's been going on for since we all began being conscious of, of ourselves, in my right. interesting knowing. Um well, and, it's like the majority of the planet actually still functions that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so what what some of your experiences with uh, the changing in your life, what, what has changed in your life with regard to, have you, like, um, I know for me, I I have that, a greater sense of abundance. It's like I'm, so much more of the world opened up to me as I'm acknowledging the consciousness of everything and everyone. And, and what has that been like for you? Have you have you had some? Yeah, I mean, in the interesting thing that, things show up. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> I mean, like absolutely. Like, if you had told me that I would be doing what what I'm doing right now a year ago, I would have been like, no, that's not. <laughs> There's so many things that have shown up in so many ways in which, um, the choices that I've made and like, and then looked at it. And for me, it's so funny. It's like. A lot of times, like, with my entity awareness, it's, like, retrospective. Like, something will occur, and then I'll be like, oh, wait a second. Did that happen, you know? And, you know, like, abundance-wise, so this is, like, something that happened. This is really practical. And the thing that I love about Talk to the Entities, especially class, it's, it's like, totally practical. This is not, like, like the the like more metaphysical airy fairy like it's like no like mm-hmm. what if they could contribute to your life like like so basically what occurred last Friday I was flying to Denver and I woke up in the morning and one of the things that I used to misidentify and misapply for myself was my body gives me a lot of awareness of entities and I used to think that it was because my body was sick or wrong or I was dying or you know I like basically mm-hmm. made all that awareness wrong when I started doing talk to the entity work, I realized how much information my body actually gives me about yeah. the entity world. And so I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh my God, the level of energy in my body right now is like like through the roof. And two and a half years ago, I would have thought I was going into panic. And, I, and mm. what would have occurred is I would have basically then worked myself into a panic attack based on that level of energy. And it wow. and. I was able. I was able to go. Okay, no. Like, okay. So, what is this? I went to question. Like, we do an access. Like, okay. So, is this the? Is this entities? And I got a yes. I was like, okay. So, is this class starting? And I was like, and I got a huge yes. I was like, okay. So, you know. And it's not that the intensity of energy went away. It was just more of my acknowledgement of like what it actually was instead of like what I thought it was. Right. And because it shows up like you know like lots of like I can't really feel like I could take a full breath and I just feel like I've drank 1200 cups of coffee or I'm on mm-hmm. cocaine or some sort of intense <laughs> like woo you know I don't know what that's like this lifetime but I mean it's like this intense like yeah I like horses galloping you know like and that mm-hmm. I feel like that's all occurring in my body and mm-hmm. so my mom came by we went to breakfast the whole time I just really couldn't sit still I was like all over the place and and um 
so we go to the airport, and I, I got out of the car, and I was like, and airports traditionally have been a place of anxiety for me. It's like they're more anxiety, quote-unquote, inducing than they are, like, relaxing mm-hmm. to me. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm already at this level. Is This could be ugly. Well, so I just did quick clearing. I was like, okay, so what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be the patterns of harmony that I truly be? And I asked for the entities to contribute to me. Because it's like, look, if this is a class starting, you guys are already all here. Like, what what's it going to take to contribute? And I go to go through security, which is usually where I get really intensely aware. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody, nobody really likes to be, like, checked out through security. Most people, right. that is a little anxious feeling. But I'm aware of all of that. So I'm like, oh, my God. And I get put in this, like, random line where I end up getting shot through this, like, TSA pre-check. I didn't even know that thing. Like, I was like, I thought I was in the wrong area. I was like, am I in the wrong area? And the guy's like, and I started taking my shit out of my bags. And he's like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. And I'm like, oh, my. And the entities are like, you asked us to help you. Totally. And I was like, through that thing in like three minutes flat. And I was like, wow. Awesome. This shit actually works. Good thing I acknowledged it before I go and teach a whole class about it. But it's like, it's those kinds of things that can occur. And so much more. I mean, I yeah. I do, like, I do have an awareness of beings like, like my grandparents, not just my grandma who I was very close to, but other my other grandparents are around a lot of too. And so mm-hmm. it's like, um, and also too, like when I, first came into this, I thought I had no entity awareness. This was my joke on myself that I played for years, but I thought I wasn't aware of entities. And one of the things that I have done dynamically for the last 15 years of my life is worked with pregnant women. And I mm. I did pregnant yoga, which you kind of brought I up at the beginning. I love that. <laughs> and I was, and, I, and I, I'm a doula, and I've been a doula for many years. And I realized through the entity work, how much I was actually working with beings who were coming into the bodies, the mm-hmm. beings that were actually choosing to co-create with people and embody here. Mm-hmm. I actually would say I am more, I work more with like those, like the be the yeah. women co- get brought to me, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and it's been really interesting, like how that has shifted and changed now that I've started to acknowledge that, um, that is what I'm actually doing and that I am actually aware of the beans and um, that can facilitate on a more dynamic level in a birth space because yeah. I can actually communicate with them. And so much, so much of what can occur at birth that we look at it and go, this occurred physically or this occurred physically. It's like the being had some sort of something come up for them yeah. and that created a, a physical, mm-hmm. just like I was saying to you, or there's some sort of like the beans they're hugely energetic and if you're not aware that it's possible for you to be aware of them in that degree like you will filter it into something so it's like i also think like the intensity around birth if we really truly had a better awareness of what was occurring when a being comes into a body goes through the birth process wouldn't be intense it wouldn't be as painful it it just wouldn't be and that's actually what occurs a lot at the birth i'm at they're faster. Wow. They're not as intense. And it's not like I go in there and tell everybody that I'm talking to the people. Right. I, nobody knows. <laughs> Probably I don't a good have thing. To tell them. I, remember, I remember asking Shannon at one point, saying, "Hey, do I have to tell the 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 moms that, it, that I'm talking to the bean? Because that could get sticky. But like, just communicating with the bean is super 
easy for me. And so mm-hmm. that's one of the other things that I would really like recommend the listeners do is like, what, what, where are you actually already receiving and communicating with, with beings, loved ones, babies coming in, whatever it is that it's so easy for you, you're disacknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Cause that is what we do. It's like, yeah. Oh, it can't be that easy. I'm just making yeah. this shit up. I didn't yeah. just dream about my grandma. It's like, what if you did? What if you could receive that? What if you yeah. could receive not only what they're contributing to, but receive the awareness that you you do have that ability and that capacity. And the more you claim and own those things and those situations, the more it's going to grow. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And that's probably part of what I would love to be uh, – a, a cheerleader of is, you know, mm, the too. the being uh, an invitation to a greater acknowledgement of these amazing beings who are gifting and contributing so much. And, you know, do any of us like it when we do these amazing things and nobody says thank you or nobody even <laughs> notices that we made a beautiful wall with a pretty decoupage, you know, arrangement right. centerpiece? It's like they just walk past it and go, oh, hi, you know, <laughs> you, you kind of have yes. a, a moment of, well, why did I bother? And it's like, can you just imagine there are a number of uh, amazing things who are just pouring forth and waiting to pour forth yeah. this awesomeness that they can share. And, and if we could just be willing to ask them questions and be willing to receive it. And, and include what, them. Because a exactly. lot of beings of light and, like, our teammates and and those kinds of yes. beings, like, they're not going to – you must ask. Yes. yes. And then be willing to receive. And be willing – and you have a great show on that one, too. <laughs> So I know we only have just a tiny bit of time. Do you have any uh, classes coming up, or how can people get hold of you, Cara? You know, the best way right now is is going to my um, email. It's talktocarawright at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook, Cara Conlin Wright, with C and a W. And then also Magic in Motion, they like my Facebook page. My website is coming, and it's carawright.com cfmw.com um it's being it's in kind of construction at this point and mm-hmm. i don't have any classes so to speak but i love to travel so if anybody there wants to host me for a talk to ladies class i would love to come to your area so fun, just fun, fun. give me a, an email Yay. and we'll set it up <laughs> <laughs> oh wow so um are there any questions that come to mind uh in our last 30 seconds or so you know, I think I think what I would love to invite people to is just be willing to trust what you know and be willing to acknowledge those whispers and nice. see what occurs. See what actually starts to shift and change for you. It doesn't have to be hard. It yeah. can be easy. Yeah. And it can create a lot for you. So have fun. How Don't play it with it at that? all. <laughs> so right. what loving and receiving can we now be willing to be with entities that, would, if we would choose it, would change our entire lives? And how does it get even better than that? So enjoy it, my friends. Play thank with you, it. Keisha. And receive it. And thank you, Kara, for being yeah. such a fabulous of being course. and gift in my life. We'll see you next week, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime...